0: Welcome to the Rise Priestess Podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, And let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Women Who Prosper podcast. I'm so, so happy that you're here. Um, Thank you for listening. This means so much to me. It never really ceases to amaze me that I can be recording this from my house here in the Algarve in Portugal, and it is reaching people as far as Australia I think when I last checked my analytics that's insane to think that you my voice is now in your ears weird but this is the way the world works now and thank god it does because you know my intention for this podcast is really to Uh, spark transformation in your own life by sharing stories, sharing wisdom and anything else that's really coming through. And today is no exception. Uh, Today I'm going to be sharing with you what I learned as an archaeologist. So I was an archaeologist for 10 years and what I learned about warrior queens of the ancient past and how understanding our history, understanding the ancient past can really help us heal the feminine. But before we go here, this episode is sponsored by my free Theta Meditation Limitless Living. So this meditation is really designed to get you into um, a relaxed state of awareness where you can really absorb what I'm saying in the meditation, this will allow you to create your reality from the inside out. So you can create a more expansive reality and really allow yourself to tap into magic and miracles. And there are also some daily journal prompts as well that will help you to really um, stay the course. So you can head over to www.moonmagicmiracles.com forward slash Limitless Living. And you can also check out the link in the show notes, head over there. It's completely free and it is going to rock your world. And if you're loving this podcast, then please subscribe and also leave a review. The more reviews that this podcast gets, the more it gets ranked in iTunes. And this means that more wonderful women can really find this wisdom. And my intention for this podcast is to Elevate women and to help them to tap into higher levels of consciousness so they can live limitlessly and you are one of them lovely. So if you're in on this train, this train, I don't know what I'm talking about, but if you're in on it, then please leave a review. I would love that. Thank you so much. So today's episode, Warrior Queens. I realized that I have this kind of wealth of knowledge from my past life, not my past life, but I'm talking about my 20s, that might actually be really interesting to you guys. So I was an archaeologist for 10 years. The reason I became an archaeologist was because I recognised that I felt really disconnected living in the culture that I was living in. And I felt that intuitively, there was some some ancient knowledge that had just been forgotten. um, And Instinctively, I, I wanted to literally dig into the past to, to find out what this was. And so, perhaps quite naively, when I was 17, I decided, okay, I'm going to do a degree in archaeology. So I, I joined the academic system, and um, it's quite hierarchical, it's quite archaic, and as I continued along the academic path, I realized that it's not really geared towards um women's freedom or um, helping women thrive as women but during my years as an archaeologist I got to do a lot of cool research one of the things that I was really interested in when I was doing my bachelor's and I wrote my dissertation on this was the role of women before the widespread adoption of patriarchy and when I'm talking about patriarchy it's a It's really a a whole world view that's bound up with the idea that the masculine is more important than the feminine, and um, that we live in a world where we must control resources, must control each other, competition... Um, and there's not enough, and uh, there's a lot of fear. That's what I'm talking about when uh, when I mention patriarchy. So I was really interested in the role of women. Like, how can we see them in the archaeological record? And, you know, were they, what were they doing in the world? Like, how were they, um, you know, how were they revered? So this research took me to research uh, prehistoric Britain, and in particular, an age that's known as the Iron Age. So this is pre the Roman, it's before the Roman invasion in the UK. And I'm going to be talking about the UK in particular uh, here. But a lot of you uh, listening will be from European descent. Um, so it might be really interesting for you. And of course, if you're not of European descent, then you will probably find some really interesting narratives when it comes to women um, in your past culture as well. So, but this is just a, to, the reason I share this is to demonstrate that women are powerful and they were recognized as so back in the day. So my research took me to look at uh, the Iron Age. So we're talking about 3000 to 2000 years ago. And I, so I was, I found myself like poring over books, researching, like f- trying to find out where are the women in the archaeological record? What were they up to? And it was, yeah, it was incredible. We have Roman uh, sources. We have a Roman writer called Tacitus who wrote about two warrior queens in the UK and well, then it was Britain actually, even then, I don't even think it was Britain. They were, it was just, uh, um, I don't know what it was called. But anyway, he talks about two warrior queens and these women were formidable. And I want to share their stories with you. So the first is Boudicca. Now she was queen of a tribe in the Southeast of England called the Iceni tribe. And she was queen of this tribe. She became queen when her husband, Prasutagus, I don't know if he was killed, but anyway, when he died. And the Romans tried to seize her land. They tried to take over the tribe. And clearly, she was a woman that was like, oh, hell no. And so she organized a revolt against the Romans. Actually, the story is that her daughters were raped, and she was flogged I don't know if you know what guys know what flogging is, but basically it's not really nice. It's being whipped in front of people. Very, very nasty. And that's what Tacitus tells us. And so she decided to orchestrate a revolt against the Romans. And so she summoned up an army. This warrior queen summoned up an army against Roman invaders. Now, she lost. And rumor has it that she died. Um, I don't know if she died in battle. We don't really know. But here was a woman who was respected enough to lead her people into battle and to embody righteous justice. And this is absolutely incredible. The second warrior queen is Kata So she was at the same time as Boudicca, so around about... uh, 2000 years ago, she was queen of another tribe, but in the north of England. So this tribe is known as the Brigantes. Now she didn't revolt against the Romans. Presumably, I I like to feel into her as a woman, presumably to keep her people safe, she decided to um, work with the Romans and become known as uh, a client queen. So this basically means that they they had a, a partnership, a relationship. And according to Tacitus, she actually divorced her first husband and took up with his arms bearer. And I love this story. Here you have a woman 2000 years ago, who was in a position of power, who could literally do what she wanted, follow her heart. And she divorced her husband. And she went with someone and married someone who who she deeply loved. And these two women, have become personified in, um, you know, there have been various films about them, Boudicca more so, Katamanjawa not so much, because I think Boudicca really speaks to this idea of um, feminine, you know, warrior. And this, this essence that is actually within all of us, um, but she is the personification of that. And these women, what I love about really researching them and really understanding their stories is that they were living... In a time where they could be queens and their authority wasn't questioned. And so it speaks to this, this understanding that I had all along that it wasn't always the way that women were oppressed and suppressed and put down. Unfortunately, we do live in a patriarchal society where, yes, the gender gap is closing and, yes, women have more rights than ever before, but it was only 50 years ago that women in the UK and a little bit later in America, I believe, had the right to vote. How crazy is that? And it was only in the 60s that, in the late 60s at that, were women really starting to be educated in the same way as men. And even now in today's society, we still have a gender gap when it comes to pay. There's still a huge gender gap when it comes to women being on, you know, the board of companies and things like that. Um, so we can see that when we look back at the past, we can see that it wasn't always this way. There's also a lot of archaeological evidence in the UK that shows that there were more than just two warrior queens. We have evidence for um, female warrior burials in Yorkshire. And um, in particular, I think there's a a place called Wetwang where there's like... um, I know it's pretty funny. Like, (laughs) If you're from the UK, you'll find that quite funny. Um, Be serious, Sarah. But yeah, so there's these warrior burials where women were buried with chariots and also swords and also daggers and when these were found in the 1960s remember this is back in the '60s and 70s it really confused the archaeologists how could women and these are ana- the skeletons are anatomically women how could these women be buried with swords and daggers it didn't make any sense so that really challenged um a lot of the gender associations that archaeologists have and you know that wider society had and you know i i i love knowing this and i wish that more women understood this that pre christianity pre patriarchy and of course they are um they're intertwined but they're not the same thing but pre christianity women were powerful. Now, of course, these burials and the stories about Boudicca and Kathmanduwa, you know, they only speak about elite women. They only speak about women in the elite. So um, people of uh, royal, you know, descent or whatever. So we don't really know how every, uh, you know, um every woman was living but they do show that women were treated differently women were respected and we can see you know figurines of the upper upper paleolithic so we're talking about 26,000 years ago we have figurines of these luscious big-bodied women that have been interpreted as fertility goddesses um showing how women of all shapes and sizes were revered and respected and worshipped. And the interpretation is that fertility goddesses were you know, revered because women were revered as sacred vessels of life. And it makes complete sense. And we have a lot of um, anecdotal evidence and um, anthropological evidence from cultures, tribes, less developed cultures, I don't want to say less developed, but um, less um, westernized cultures and more tribal cultures that still revere their women fully to this day. So it really excites me to think that we can use archaeology as a way to show that women are powerful. We have always been powerful. And back 2,000, 3,000, 26,000 years ago, we were also revered and were seen as powerful. It's only been really recently such a recent part of human history that women have been um, yeah, oppressed and demonized and our magic has been feared and suppressed. So I wanted to to share that with you that women were wild women were powerful and you know we still are and there's there's part there's many of us who now want to really come home to ourselves and rewild ourselves and find that fierce warrior feminine woman inside and so i suggest to you that you look In the pages of history, and you find, you know, you find these stories, and you connect with them, because when you're connecting to these stories, we can when we connect to these stories, we're connecting to our ancestors, and when we really understand where we've come from, when we really understand that it wasn't always this way, then we start to heal. So, (laughs) that's all I have for you today. Short, very very sweet, but I hope that it was something that uh, was really interesting for you, and that it sparked some deeper insight and as always if you you know if you love this and if you want more of this kind of stuff then you can always send me a message on Instagram and uh, yeah I will speak to you really really soon thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing Sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website. The link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.